position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 336 of the Best Planetscapes Podcast. I'm Richard Blasterson. It's being recorded for you on Saturday, the 3rd of April, 2021, at 18.11 p.m. Pacific Coast Time, left coast, coast with the most, 6.11 p.m. Uh, Las Vegas time. Crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. That's a good idea, Ivor, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Mmm. I would, of course, make it for our sequel friends. The w- followers of the one true time of day format. I just raised my right hand as if in a revival meeting, testifying there. That was crazy. That's how I feel about sequel time of day. Uh, I would make it, of course, 2021 1811. Yes. Each bottle, vintage, dated. Um, let's get straight to our top stories. I've you're fired. First of all, happy Easter. Happy, even more important, happy opening day for baseball fans. My God! Thank you, Jesus. And for you uh, heathens out there who are not followers of the One True Time and Date format, who are not uh, 
followers of the sequel time dates, uh, sequel time date stamp format. For those of you who do not follow the one true time date format, today, as pointed out by a friend of the show, Jeff Jeffy Wise, is four April, three the third of April, two the decade, one the year, four three two one. That's interesting. He then you'll all be purged. Mm. So, uh, let's get straight to our top stories. Uh, well, we were already doing our top stories. Uh, second of all, one of the most heavily anticipated games uh, of the year for me has been Outriders, which is uh, a multiplayer first-person squad-based adventure RPG shooter, first-person shooter, uh, done by People Can Fly, the same people who brought us Painkiller back in the day-day, and numerous other excellent games. Well, not for us, because Outriders is borked. Why is it borked? Because of EAC. Thank you, EAC. You're like... Oh, you're like... You're like... The dead rat in my underwear drawer. You're like... You're like the Trump administration. You're like the GOP. You're like you're like the rotting corpse of something that should have been killed and buried and then killed and then buried again. Fuck you, Sweeney. Fuck you, EAC. Very sad to discover that. But it did save me the 50 bucks or whatever to buy the game. So right now Outriders is borked. Now, that's the bad news. And like I said, we don't normally cover games that are just borked because we're not called the Borked Linux Podcast. We're called the Best Linux Games Podcast. Um, uh, I'm pleased to announce in like uh, as a uh, make good on Outriders being borked. As the, but take one melech away for the Hebrew God whose ark this is. Hmm. Give with one hand, take with the other. Take with one hand, give with the other. Finally, finally, fucking Lee, Cyberpunk 2077, one of the best games I have maybe ever played. Certainly is one of the prettiest and one of the most fucking awesome. Cyberpunk 2077, which the CD Projekt Red, the development team behind it, got hacked uh, right after release date, a brutal hack. They got fucking mega hacked. Mm. Crippled their ability to push out. It was so bad that the security analysis took, I think, two weeks. Just the security analysis. Um, to figure out, you know, well, how they do this and how, are they still here? Are they still on our network? But it delayed by several months the ability for CD Projekt Red to push any updates, any patches, to one of the most ambitious games that I've ever seen in my entire life. That is, an, you can take that to the bank. So imagine, like, you know, you finally get to 1.0, you push it out, out the door, it is now live on the internet, and bam, you get hacked right then, and you can't push an update 
once it's now live and in, you know, 5 million fucking games or however many people bought the game, bam, it takes you three fucking months before you can push an update to it. Well, I am very pleased to announce that the recent patch is live. Um, it's live in Steam, live everywhere. It solves my major issue with running the game via Steam. As I mentioned before, I have licenses for both Cyberpunk 2077 via Steam and via Stadia. I beat it. Well, I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm at the end of the game. Uh, on my Stadia game, which I think is like 80 hours now, it's a phenomenal game. It's unbelievable. It's one of the most gorgeous games I've ever played. Uh, you, if you're, if you want that, uh, if you want that Grand Theft Auto San Andreas feeling where like, you know, you end up running a marathon after not sleeping and in real life meet space for you, it's like 5.30 in the morning and in the game, like you just finish running this gigantic triathlon or Ironman tournament or whatever, or some missions or whatever, and you're covered in blood and the sun's coming up and you're, you have no idea where the fuck you are, but you won and, you know, exploding cars all around you and shit, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? This is amazing. You get that feeling kind of on a pretty much constant basis in Cyberpunk 2077. My one major issue with running it on Linux was that, and it seemed like such a simple fix, and evidently it it was, but they couldn't push out the patch because they were hacked. Uh was the inability to hear when bad guys are attacking you. Can't hear, you couldn't hear when enemies shot at you. Also, there were some perform, there were, there's some weird, lots of weird janky shit running it via Proton. It still runs via Proton. All of the above. I, I only played it for 15 minutes last night. Cause I'm going to start a new fucking game. Now, because I want to beat this on Linux, it's so much. It's not so much better looking when you run it natively uh, instead of via Stadia, but it is indisputably, I'd say twenty percent better looking, which is crazy. And now that I can hear everything, I want to start a new game and start over from the very beginning. Especially because the game is almost entirely non-linear. Actually, it is completely non-linear. Um, the main story quests, you, I, le- I fucked off on them for 40 hours in the middle of my game and just did side missions. Mm. Endless, endless side missions. And some of which can be, you know, it's one of the great qualities of Cyberpunk 2077 that I don't think people talk about enough is that the map is populated constantly by these side missions and they're all of various different types and they all have various different loot drop percentages if you got the uh, printed strategy guide which I have in hardcover and it's an amazing book it is an amazing book and only with that book does did I really come to understand I, you know I haven't read the whole thing I flipped through it but every time I flip through it I end up getting consumed by the data tables in the back um because they break down, you know, which types of missions have which percentages for which types of loot in which categories of awesomeness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the great qualities of Cyberpunk 2077 is that you can just fuck off. The game will generate 
missions for you for forever. And some of them can be very simple, these side missions. They can be very, very simple. Just kill everybody here and, you know, blah, and you're done. Some of them can be really complicated. Like, you can just, like, spiral out of control into, like, you have to, you know, you kill everybody, you find out new information from killing everybody. It's really good storytelling. I am thrilled to say that Cyberpunk 2077 now runs on Linux. It is $59.99. I would say, as I said in our full review, worth it full price, all price, any price, you know, any day, any week, blah, 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 blah. So, Outriders taketh away, Cyberpunk 2077 giveth. Now, Ivor, hit them with a new and noteworthy. Let's get this show on the road. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So we have uh, one really good new and noteworthy, and we have one that's like kind of okay. And then we have some deals for you, and that'll be it, unless I decide to do... Unless I decide to tell you what I'm doing in Valheim. Because, whatever. But before we bury the lead, there is a new side-scrolling platformer out there, unlike any that you have ever played before. Actually, it's very reminiscent of other side-scrolling platformers that you've played before, specifically Earthworm Jim, but without, like, the head whip stuff. It is called Narita Boy. It is awesome. If you take Earthworm Jim and combine it with the animation style of Dom Bluth, maker of Dragon's Lair, and uh, Secret of Nim, and etc. Uh, wait a minute, did Dom- Ivor, you're fired. Did Dom Bluth animate Wizards? Hang on. Now, so Wizards was Ralph Bakshi and uh, a bunch of European uh, illustrators and animators, but Wizards is a great movie. 1970... Oh, Christ. Oh, Mark Hamill was in it. Where is... Just show me. 1977. It's a great... If you see the poster, you'll instantly remember it. It's got, like, a red dude in, like, a... with, like, long, thin legs and a big, fat belly riding, like, a... an evil Yoshi. Um, Also, I had great tits in that movie, if I remember correctly. Fairy tits. But anyway... Take that animation style... Throw it into a hardcore um, cyberpunk uh, retro pixel trash style viewed through a monitor whose refresh rate is a little fucking a little uh, little unreliable. You get this big blue glow through everything. And uh, tell a story about basically Tron but instead of like uh, Flynn going into the cyber world, uh, into the world of into Tron's world, Tron's world comes out into the real world and pulls him in, and you are one of the. I think I've, I've only played like an hour of it. It's amazing. It's amazing. The style points of this game are out of control. 
Um, the gameplay is pretty fun. It's your stereotypical side-scrolling platformer, but with all this detail of this uh, pixel trash cyber universe where, like, static rules and, like, there's dance parties of, like, ev- of, of friendly cyber monks who are you know, ushering forth the era of the Trichroma Sword, which you, as Narita Boy, will wield to stop the bads, the mads, the sads, and all the other stallions. The network has been compromised. It gets whimsical. It's as whimsical as it is uh, surreal, as it is familiar, as it is completely alien um and you gotta see our video of the week this week which will be of Narita Boy um I'm still kind of I'm still like I said I'm only an hour in so I can show you stuff show you stuff from the game and I will do that I showed it to a friend of the show Ad Knight or is Konya depending on more whiskey Mm. at the tail end of one of my Valheim streams I was going to shut down the stream and I'm like hey wait, Adonite, have you seen uh, Narita Boy? He's like, no I'm like, okay, 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 hang on hang on, don't go yet stick around, give me ten minutes and in that same stream, at the tail end of that stream, I I put on Narita Boy and it took him like mm, 90 seconds before he's like, oh, this is rad because <laughs> it is, it's so cool. I don't know how I don't know how how great I feel about the gameplay yet. Cause it is so far very simple, but like, you know, you have this sword, you have the trichroma sword, and you're an Arita boy. And uh the plot gets incredibly convoluted with like all this technological mysticism inside the computer universe, it's so cool, it's just really cool and you have all these cool moves and all these cool techniques that you can upgrade and stuff, like um, reminds me kind of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, because one of your most valuable tools is the ability to do a backwards dash that puts you facing the opposite direction, just like uh, Alucard I think it's the opposite direction I can't, I'm a little confused Ivor, you're fired, you should have fact-checked that but then you have uh, your sword, and you can do just normal sword attacks, which look really awesome. The uh, the it's like playing a fucking anime, but like a tsunami anime from like someone's that someone like recorded on a bad VHS, and now you're watching it, but you're actually playing it. It's so cool. Um, the Rita Boy also has um, special attacks. And he can wall climb, and he can jump, uh, but he has special attacks, like, if you hold down the sword button, he can charge up his sword to do a... It's supposed to be a fairly devastating attack, but it does not one-hit anything, because the enemies in this game are so hard. I think because the game is not that long. But I'm gonna... Here's one spoiler alert about Narita Boy that I've seen. Eventually there are 13 chambers inside the your creator's mind and he's been subsumed by the digital world or whatever and it's crashing the real world and he's losing his memories and so you have to get his memories back 
And every time you unlock one of the 13 chambers of his memories, you can go in there and all of a sudden you're like in 1970s Japan and the creator talks to you in text as you walk through like this totally different world. It's so cool. It's an amazing game already and no one's played it yet, so and it's out, it's $24.99 the other game that we have for you this week is a game that I only checked to see if it would run because uh, I haven't had much time because I've been consumed with, you guessed it, Valheim um, my Valheim consumption is now up to like 7 hours a day because it's what I play before I go to sleep and I'm building some shit. But anyway, this game is free. It's called Aircraft Carrier Survival Prologue. And you have to, I had to fiddle around with which uh, uh, Glorious Egg Roll Proton I wanted to, I needed to use to run it. Let me see what, what did I use to run it? Oh, I just used Proton Experimental. Proton pushed out a new release, by the way, uh, since we last met last week. But, uh, Aircraft Carrier Survival Prologue is free. It looks exactly like U-Boat, but with an aircraft carrier. So it's like 50 times this. it's World War II aircraft carrier. It's 50 times the number of compartments and personnel and shit. I have no idea if it's any good, but I watched the videos for it and they looked really fucking good, man. Like, they gave me a... It made me tingle in my pants. So, yeah. So, Aircraft Carrier Survival Prologue. Free. Free to play. It's a simulation. Here's what they have to say about it. This might be more informative for you, in case, you know, blah. When the harshness of the sea meets the cruelties of war, a challenge for perseverance makes itself known. Sounds like they got the same fucking sounds like they wrote this in Japanese and then got the same translator who did all the translation for Soul Calibur to do anyway, makes itself known and it is like none other welcome to aircraft carrier survival a simulator set on the merciless reality of World War II where your prowess as a commander decides the fate of a naval behemoth I am very much in the mood for this type of game um, if if it doesn't suck, uh, but it works and it's free, so there you go. That brings us to our deal section. Um, I'm, I don't even know if I'm gonna babble at you about Valheim because it's so much babble. You don't even probably want to hear about it. But we do have two deals for you this week. First is a game that I was resistant to buy uh, since its release. Because I didn't like the previous game in the in the in the series, I liked it, but it wasn't okay. The game is Wasteland Three, which right now through April fifteenth is finally fifty percent off at uh, I think it's thirty bucks. Uh, let me see, uh, Wasteland Three. I did not write down that that number, did I? Mm. It's twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I think. Shit, Ivor, you are. So fucking fired. Wasteland 3, $29.99. Down from 60 bucks. 
everyone seems to really like Wasteland 3. Now, I was reticent because I really loved Wasteland 2. For those of you who don't know about Wasteland, Wasteland is what they based Fallout 1 on. And Wasteland goes back like 30 years ago. It was a game. It was a game. You know, you play it on PC. Uh, that was a terrible Christopher Walken. Mm. But Wasteland 2 was phenomenal. It's a post-apocalyptic survival, nuclear survival turn-based role-playing game with strong demi-isometric exploration elements both in a world map and localized maps. Now, the reason I did not like Wasteland 2, I did like Wasteland 2, but I the more I think about it as the years go by, I really did not like Wasteland 2. Because after 80 hours in that game, you start to get to areas where the the local game map is so big that you can't and it starts to look so self-similar that you can't easily remember where the quest person that you need to go talk to is. There's this horrible, it's very, it's not horrible, it's just, it's uh, poorly poorly thought out. Poorly thought out. Gigantic map that takes like fucking 20 minutes to get from one corner to the other with all these weird little turns and shit. It's a train yard, and you have to go back and forth between these three camps of people to broker peace between all three of them, and you can never remember where any of them are. It's like uh, Fallout uh, New Vegas once you get to McCarran. I love that game. You get to McCarran, bam, the game stops. McCarran Airport, by the way, does not look like an endless maze made out of the worst textured shit you've ever seen in your life in a dark, fucking, dank dungeon of just stupidity. No, that's not what McCarran looks like, although it's close. Um, and so a similar thing happened with Wasteland 2. So I, I held off getting Wasteland 3 because it's so expensive. And I'm afraid, even though everyone loves this game, I was afraid. But I got it today because it's half off now through April 15th. One other deal that you should probably avail yourself of, and this game, I literally played it for one minute back when I got it on sale months and months and months ago. It is called Steel Rats. Steel Rats is a motorcycle game on a rail. It's like a rail side-scrolling shooter with post-apocalyptic motorcycles you can customize and tune up and combat with in a kind of a racy it's like a race combat setting. Steel Rats is free through tomorrow at 7 p.m. I believe Pacific Coast time. Right now it's 18 it's coming up to so about 12 about 24 hours from now. By the time you hear this, it's 6:40 right now. So yeah, 1840 right now. So 24 hours it's free. It's free and it runs. Last time I checked, it runs. But it's free, so you you know you're not gonna lose anything. So pick that up in your Steam client. Uh, and also check out Wasteland 2. Check out this week in the show blurb for this week. Narita Boy. Check out the video. And that'll do us for this week, I guess. Um 
yeah, why not? Why not have a half hour show? Cheers, thanks for listening, and uh, happy Easter to those of you who believe, and uh, catch you next week. I feel like we're missing something, Ivor. You're fired! Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farm. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna cry. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy yo. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. Hello, great justice.